As we wrap up the week, we're bringing you one of the many positive messages from our past interviews. Each Thursday, we're sharing stories of our most watched athletes, celebrities, and leaders. We hope these problem-solving narratives inspire you to tackle obstacles in your own life. This week, J.J. Watt. Your buddy Taylor was telling me he thinks one of the things that drives you is the fear that there's somebody out there working harder. I would agree with that. Really? I would agree with that. I think that there's always somebody trying to take your spot. Uh, there's always somebody out there who's trying to be the best. You know, my, my big thing for a long time has been somebody has to be the best in the world. It doesn't matter if it's playing the piano, it doesn't matter if it's golf, it doesn't matter if it's reporting, it doesn't matter if it's football. There is somebody who is the best in the world. Why can't I be that person? Um, how young were you when you first realized you wanted to be a professional football player? I was pretty young. Um, you know, my first love was always hockey, so I always knew I wanted to play a professional sport. I, I knew that that was kind of my passion, my calling. So when I was young, it was hockey. And then as I grew, you know, you started playing football in fifth grade where I'm from. So from fifth grade on, I wanted to play professional football. And um, I think it might have been even a little bit before fifth grade. And it's kind of crazy to look back now and to think about it. One of the coolest little things that we have is my hometown newspaper has a little I can't remember if I was in third or fourth grade, but they asked the kids, you know, uh, about the local team or whatever in the Packers, and they just put little snippets in the paper, and they asked me about the Packers, and I said, you know, Reggie White's a great player. I would love to play football one day. Uh, and now people send me that, and I look back, and I'm like, it's just absurd to me that it actually happened. You said, um, looking back on some of those early days where you were vocal about your desire to be a right. professional football player, as any young kid right. would be, um, that people don't take your dreams seriously. Right. Why? I think it's the percentages are so small. You know, I think that uh, whether it's teachers, whether it's friends, whether it's other parents, um, I think that people see how small the percentage is and they don't want you to have a dream that they feel like is going to fail because they feel like you know you can't deal with failure and they want you to set the number one word I always heard was more realistic goals. People wanted me to be more realistic and I said this is realistic you just don't see reality the same way I do. Uh, I think that's such a major issue for me in today's world is when I watch or I see people, they squash somebody's dream before the kid even had a chance to go out there and create it. Now I also see the flip side of that in today's world where there's so many parents pushing a dream on their kids and it's not the kid's dream, it's the parent's dream and I think that's a major problem. But I think if a kid truly has a dream and a passion and they're willing to do what it takes to make that happen, I think that's something special that should be celebrated, not squashed. How old were you when you first started practicing your autograph? <laughs> I was in middle school uh, and you know just like every kid you hope to make it to the big leagues right. one day and somebody to ask for it so I figured why not start practicing now. Uh, dream big work hard you remember where you first wrote that? Uh, it was in high school um, and you have to you know think of different quotes and things uh, and I always wanted a quote that was original to me and that meant something to me and I didn't you know everybody has the standard quotes. You know, there's some great quotes out there, Muhammad Ali quotes, you know, Vince Lombardi quotes, but I wanted one that represented what I was about. And it goes along with what we're talking about with people, you know, telling you you can't do something. Uh, dream big. Uh, I want people to have the biggest dreams in the world. Well, it doesn't matter what your field is. It doesn't have to be sports. I want people to 
be able to think and dream big and have the biggest idea of what you want to accomplish. But you can't have that without the second part, which is the work hard. You can't have the big dreams without the hard work. So you have to have those dreams and you have to have the vision and the passion to create it. But then you have to go out there and put in the work and make the sacrifices. And that's why I put those two together because you really can't have one without the other. How confident are you in your ability? I'm very confident. Uh, you have to be. To play at the highest level, to compete against some of the best athletes in the world every single week, to know that everybody's trying to stop you every single game, every single play. If you don't believe in yourself, A, nobody else is going to believe in you. B, the guy across from you is going to see it. And then C, you're just never going to be successful, period. So for me, I put in all my work. I put in all my time. And when game day comes, I'm loose, I'm relaxed, I'm fun. Because I know I worked harder than that guy. I know that I'm more prepared than that guy. So my confidence level is extremely high. And I think that's confidence is one of the biggest factors in any sport. Um, but it can't be fake confidence. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week and every week sharing full-length, long-form interviews on Mondays and shorter, uplifting stories on Thursdays. We'd love to hear from you with ratings and reviews. Also, do you prefer the longer podcast episodes or the Thursday shorts? Excited to get your take, and thanks again for listening.